Hi, welcome to PCI Power's podcast channel, Secure Payments. My name is Jane Goodell and I'll be your host for this episode. I'm delighted to be joined by my colleague, Innes French. Hi, Innes. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Jane. Pleasure to be here. Innes is our Data Protection Officer at PCI Power. Having worked on the technical side of contact centre operations for a number of years, Innes found himself specialising in all aspects of compliance and security for the business. This led to a change of career and company as Innes joined PCI Power in 2017 as our DPO. And in those three years here, has since adopted and handled our compliance systems to the PCI DSS, so that's the Payment Card Industries Data Security Standard and various ISO standards we uphold. Our topic of discussion today is how can organisations make PCI compliance a habit? We're entering the season of resolutions, as we all know, where many of us are trying to break habits, but we believe that compliance is one habit you should be maintaining whatever time of the year. When reviewing Verizon's latest payment security report, some of the figures are fairly alarming. In 2019, only 27.9% of organisations assessed for the report had maintained compliance with the PCI data security standard during their interim compliance validation, meaning that nearly three quarters of companies who were previously assessed as fully compliant were not compliant at their interim validation. This is obviously a third consecutive year that compliance rates have fallen, with fewer and fewer organisations demonstrating the ability to keep a minimum baseline of security controls in place. It's clear from the 140-page Verizon report that retail, financial and hospitality sectors are particularly bad at staying compliant. Innes, I'm sure you agree these results make for sombre reading. In your view, what causes a a company's compliance to slip, especially after that all-important first audit? That's a very good question. Um, I would say largely it boils down to two big factors, uh, the first of which being incorrect expectations within their company. The company, the boards, the managers, the departments can view compliance as a once annual affair that you you just gear up to perform whenever the auditor rolls around. Uh, They can view it as a one-off project that they do once and then after that it will sort of work itself out without really needing to focus on. Organisations can be insufficiently prepared for the ongoing resource and inconvenience needed to be compliant. Uh, And departments can abandon tasks and presume compliance managers or the compliance team will handle things. There's also a risk that companies will fail to keep track of not just the explicitly recurring tasks in PCI DSS, but also just the ongoing uh, new normal, new background way of doing things. So some tasks are explicitly called out as being daily you know, daily log reviews, monthly vulnerability assessment, quarterly vulnerability scanning, annual formal reviews and training. But there's also tasks that you need to maintain in the background. You know, they're, they're inconvenient, but they're essential security controls, such as restricting access to systems, restricting administrative privileges, watching how long you're retaining data for, Uh, keeping change control in place. So there's lots of things that people can slip up on and fail to keep track of. 
So it's very much around making sure that compliance does date a habit. So in your view then, what do you think can be done to address these causes of a company's compliance to slip? What do you think we can be doing more of in order to make compliance a habit? So I would definitely say the first things first is to manage expectations. That's always a good thing. Humans are very good at uh, getting the wrong idea about things. So make sure that you're actively communicating with your board, with your executives, with your senior managers, with all staff. Uh, involve teams or their managers in taking ownership of tasks alongside the compliance team or compliance manager. So not just being, I will do it if you give me data or you will do it and I'll check once a year. Make it a shared job. Uh, Regular checks on a selection of ongoing tasks can be a good idea to make sure business as usual sloppiness isn't kind of seeping back in. Uh, I believe uh, a monthly check on just one or two tasks is a, a good way of keeping track of these things. There's also some real value uh, in taking project management tools or group reminders, things like calendar events or scheduled tickets to ensure that less common tasks aren't forgotten. Things that are monthly or quarterly uh, are really good candidates for this. There's also some value in building good templates and processes early on to reduce the workload later on in the year and to try to identify whether the people involved in these tasks would rather space out all of these activities over the whole year or rather have a single month or kind of a few months throughout the year where they cram everything in all in one go so they can get it out of the way. So talk with people and work out what works best for them. So as you say, we're all human um, and those pointers that you just gave us are great. Um, but obviously, uh, we don't always do as we're asked. So how would you go around mitigating or indeed, what are the biggest pitfalls and how would you go around mitigating those? I would say the main one, uh, and this is true for all human endeavours, is people aren't sufficiently pessimistic. They aren't sufficiently prepared for things to go wrong. Uh, people will make plans expecting that largely 50% of things will go their way, probably closer to 80%. And of course, you will have years when only 20% of things go your way. I think 2020 has been a good example of that. So expect and plan for things to go wrong, especially with your less regular tasks. Expect scanning licenses on tools to expire. Uh, expect one of your teams not to update their inventory so you don't have a record of what systems you have. Uh, expect new vulnerabilities to arise at the very worst time possible. Um, try to schedule task reminders well ahead of when they must be done by to give you a bit more breathing room in the event that something goes wrong. Uh, try and keep track of the organization's growth and change over time. Uh, don't be blindsided by new employees joining uh, and needing setup. Uh, don't be surprised when your PCI system needs to expand to handle new customers or software and hardware in it becoming obsolete or needing to be replaced. Work with the teams involved in these systems, uh, with the teams involved in hiring and in operations to integrate compliance owners and compliance thinking into their decision making and into growth and change processes and set regular reminders to look for new legislation 
and end of life announcements for systems you use. You also need to make sure knowledge isn't lost. Document, formalize, and make sure it's accessible because a lot of processes tend to be owned by one or two people or at most one or two teams. And the knowledge tends to be tribal. It tends to be remembered uh, from year to year, but never written down as well as it should be. Uh, and when someone new comes on, at best, they will have a quick reminder checklist rather than an explanation of what to do and why it's important to do it that way. Try to keep things obvious and clear as possible. Involve not just the managers, but the staff actually responsible for doing those tasks and work one to one with the people who hold that tribal knowledge to get it written down and to get it known. And also work with those senior decision makers to ensure that compliance as a whole and the compliance manager or compliance team has the authority and backing to correct non-compliances. Um, make sure that they're aware and on board with the concept that some compliance changes may disgruntle staff, especially those with more cowboy uh, cop attitudes or will duct tape it and see approaches. I'm sure no organisation um, has got anyone like that within their business, Innes, obviously. Oh, of course <laughs> not, no. But there will be staff and even customers who will get frustrated that you can't just give them full admin access over something just because they don't quite know what they want, but they want something. You'll need to make sure that they're aware of that and that they have your back and that they are supporting the compliance system, even when it's a bit tricky. Equally, some of these changes will actually help identify issues, operational issues, issues with services you're promising to customers and struggling to keep up with. They'll help you spot inefficiencies, areas where you're wasting a lot of time because someone hasn't explained to someone else the really easy way of doing this. And all of these compliance things will help you earn new customers and earn trust with your existing customers by being compliant to these high international standards of security. Excellent. So just to summarise on that one, um, Innes, uh, one of the main takeaways I got with there was plan for the worst. Mm. So as you say, 2020 um, has certainly, um, I don't think anyone could have planned for what we've experienced, but um, just to keep an eye um, that things might not always go as swimmingly as we would like. There was no. another um, phrase that you used, document, formalise. And what was that third word? I thought that was a really good um, a really good summation. Sorry, what was that? Make accessible. Document, formalise and make accessible. Yeah. I think that's um, a really succinct way um, of approaching data security, actually. And like you say, getting involved, getting different departments involved and making it making it that habit that we have definitely adopted within PCI PAL. They say that it takes a human about 28 days to uh, adopt a new habit. Um, and obviously, we now find ourselves in January 2021. What do you think organisations could potentially be doing over the next sort of 28, 30 days in order to be building that compliance as a habit within their organisation? Well, I'd definitely say you need to build the habit both in both in the people supposedly managing the system and in all staff. Uh, so I'd say look at scheduling shorts, one-to-one -one meetings with all staff, just kind of over the course of the next month or two, to make sure they get their views and their concerns out in the open 
that you get to understand just where they're struggling to understand or where they feel your processes are getting in their way. Spend some time yourself going through policies to make sure they match your processes or vice versa. Um, look at organizing kind of internal webinars, maybe every kind of 90 days or so about your compliance needs, about your successes, about things that staff may want to consider like new phishing vulnerabilities or uh, new types of attacks out in the world, just to keep compliance as a regular topic on people's minds. Maybe try and book some time in with your auditor sooner rather than later to get their views on what they're most focused on, to really start trying to get you and the rest of your organization thinking about compliance as part of business as usual. So thanks for those answers, Ines. That's really, I think that's really crystallized quite a few of the points that we that we wanted to discuss. We've nearly come to the end of our time today. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share? A danger I suspect that some companies fall victim to uh, is coming to think of their auditors, their QSAs as an adversary, gatekeeper they must best or, or hoodwink. Rather, on all matters, PCI DSS, on all matters compliance, your auditor is your most important stakeholder. It's worth getting consultancy time with them to get their views and input on changes to your business, on expansions, on changes to the standards, to the compliance systems, or on any concerns you find. Uh, the sooner and more closely you involve those auditors that you must reassure, the more they can help you get your feet on the right path. Excellent. Thank you very much, Innes. Um, and I hope everyone has enjoyed listening to today's podcast, Making Compliance a Habit. Make sure to join me next time for more insights on data security and securing payments. Remember, if you like what you've heard today, to like and subscribe.